This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 220, Talking Heroclix, The Flash. This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 220. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is Talking Heroclix, uh, focusing on The Flash set. Um, now, this episode, uh, it's come up much later than originally expected. Uh, originally, the first half of this episode was recorded on, I guess, Monday... Um, I don't know whatever that day was Monday the 17th of November uh, Originally the plan was that for myself and a uh, frequent guest of the show Leonor Alana to uh, talk about the set uh, on our way to picking up the ca- our, uh, his two cases And then we were going to go back to my house And then uh, also do a little bit of uh, recording of the opening And seeing what that was like And as we kind of discovered the polls, talking about the sculpts, etc uh, Unfortunately it didn't quite work out for a few reasons uh, The biggest being that uh, there was miscommunication with our retailer. I was out of the country. We thought that our stuff would be there by the time we got there because the set had come out the week before. Uh, unfortunately, it was not available for us to pick up, which was unfortunate. Um, so that affected the opening part. But we still did about an hour and a half podcast talking about it. Uh, unfortunately, we had an issue, technical issue, that uh, we had recorded the first 20 or so minutes. Then I uh, put it on pause, went to try and get the stuff, then got back in the car and we recorded uh, for the following hour, for, for whatever reason, the following hour never ended up taking. Uh, when we ended up stopping the recording, it was gone. Uh, so we lost an hour's worth of discussion between Leon and myself, which is really unfortunate. Um, we don't have a lot of time to uh, do recordings together, so unfortunately we've never had a chance to kind of redo that. Not that we really wanted to, and part, that's part of why this episode has been going up so late, although I know I'm the only one who cares about that, just because I didn't want to have to basically repeat myself even though no one will ever hear that hour um so i'm gonna flip it over to like myself from a week ago uh we basically go through most of the dials for the set we get up to i think ragdoll and then i'm gonna go come back and uh, do it solo uh so unfortunately the entire set won't be previewed or gone through with leon but at least we still got a good you know 20 to i think 20 minutes or so uh will be uh coming up right after this and then you'll have me come back and do it solo for the rest uh, so thank you for your uh, your patience and understanding, and uh, let's get right into the episode. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. Uh, thank you to myself for throwing it to myself. <laughs> uh, past me just did that. I'm um, here with uh, Leon Arlana. We're, it's, what, what day is today? November the uh, 17th? Yeah, it's a bit late. It's a, it's a bit late. Uh, that's all right. Uh, we're in the middle of uh, some nice uh, snow. I know, snow in November. Snow in November, um, it's not too bad. Although, it, I gotta say, it makes me feel better having just been away that... Because a lot of people are like, well, why are you bothering going away in like early to mid-November? Mm-hmm. Well, there's not that bad yet. Well, yeah. it was kind of shitty yeah. last week. It wasn't like horrible, but well, it was at least enough to, to warrant going to a sunnier climb. Oh, yeah, 24 hours ago, you were in a tropical paradise, and now it's snowing and horrible. Eh, whatever. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not a hot person. You aren't. I'm not. So... I don't mind the cold. I don't even mind snow. It's not. I, I mind slipping on a slush and almost dying. That I mind. But other than that, I'm kind of cool with it. Um, so we're on our way to pick up your two cases of yeah. flash. But uh, before I, we, I haven't had a chance. Like I haven't done a talking Heroclix episode since August. It's been forever since we did Gardens of the Galaxy. Yep. Uh, and considering that we didn't even know a lot of Flash until basically last week. No, they they held it pretty close. They to held the it chest. very close to the chest. I and mean, we saw like kind of who was in it through unboxings and stuff, but not a lot of dials. So I have the dials kind of with me right now. Ready to go. So we'll just kind of stream through. You've seen most of them. 
yeah. H- have you noticed lately that it seems like there's not as much hero clicks coming out? Like, have no. they slowed down? Is it just me, or is it... Uh, I don't... I have think, they slowed down their releases? I think the winter time is always a little slower. Yeah. Because if you think about it, summer's usually more... They got movie products. Yeah, they got all that time. There's a lot stuff. of other product, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, when, when we had Gardens of the Galaxy, you had Galaxy of the Gardens movie... Sorry, Gardens of the Galaxy <laughs> movie. Then you had comic. Um, you know, there's a lot more going on. And then, yeah. what do you expect in the winter months? Not That's much. True. You have Flash, and then what is there till Avengers? Trinity, Trinity War. Oh, who cares? I'm excited for that. I love, the, I love the CSA. Yeah. I'm a big fan of theirs. I completely forgot that set was, was even happening. Uh, you got a problem. I got, I got a problem. <laughs> well, I, apparently Wizkits has a problem if I don't even remember a set's coming out. Uh, so the first uh, first figure in the set is the 65-point Rookie Flash, Jay Garrick. Yeah, old school. What do you think of this one? He's, he's really good. He's you know, For 65 points, he's very tidy. He's coming in with the willpower, 18 defense. He's got good stats, 3 damage. He's slow. Does he ignore any kind of terrain? Or? He does not. Oh, okay. And he's a slow speedster. Well, he's never been that fast. I know, but like 10? Like, I've, I've seen people who walk faster than that in the game. That's yeah. the problem, is that, I mean... Hypersonic, so they are faster, mm-hmm. but you have people walking around with like eleven movements, which who are not faster than the Flash. It's just it's just a fact of the game. Because yeah. once you take away his hypersonic, he's not even that fast. Well, he's an old man. You got to give him some allowances. He's not that old though, because <laughs> it's supposed to be him as younger, and he has got like past. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I do like him. Um, and I do like like what his trade is for the first speedster. I like that he when uh, later on when he has the fighting for what's right when you can move his remove his speed token from him and then uh, you, if you do you can use flurry that turn. That's nice. That's when he has the charge clicks. Yeah. Which is nice so that those are compatible. How do you feel about that universal uh, speed force trait that they're giving everybody? Um, I'm fine with. Do you the like the way it works, the mechanic? Uh, yes and no. Uh. Well, here's the thing. I think it works the best that it could without being overpowered. Yeah. Because realistically, you shouldn't need them to hit someone, but if it was just move actions, people would just be turtling at their home base. Building up the tokens. Kind of like, uh, like uh, Iron Man's Torpedo Blast. Oh, know? yeah. Just like, boom. Like, that's just all it would be. So I think to keep a game balance, they had to make it so that it's not just a movement you have to hit someone. True. That way... Now, unfortunately, you have some really good figures where they need to have, like, you know, four tokens on it or, you know, a very large amount of tokens. Plus, there's one or two characters who remove tokens. And it might be hard to generate the kind of exciting uh, concepts that they've put in the game. Like, being able to take off four tokens is really cool, but... Is that going to happen? You need four attacks, right? Yeah, you need four attacks, um, which is difficult. Um, but The only th- one who's consistent, I'd say, is Sabotar, because he can steal ones for free. Yes, but again, it's contingent upon other people having them. Yeah. So if you, your opponent isn't hitting you, you can't really do anything with That's that. That's true. Uh, I do like that it's only that you have to hit them, not deal them damage. Yeah. Because so, because uh, unfortunately, like a bunch of these speedsters don't have a lot of high damages. No. But in a in a sealed tournament, it's great because everyone's got super senses. Oh sure. And there's a few characters with precision strike who are just gonna run rampant over yeah. else. Uh, but yeah, so and the fact that this 65 point rookie flash with hypersonic, 18 defense, um, willpower, and three damage already is better than what the gravity feed berry. Oh yeah, like, it's really tidy. Like he does three already. Like he doesn't need the backup. He's going to need it, but mm-hmm. yeah, 65 points, he's in a 300-point game. He's a fifth of your total. Yeah, you won't feel bad if he gets hit. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And he will get hit eventually. Yes. When he gets hit, it's hard to hit him because he's got the 18, but he's soft. Mm-hmm. And But he, again, has six clicks of life for 65 points, high above the average these days. Uh, then you have his prime, which is the rival. Oh, I really like him. 
do uh, I, I wish the rival was faster. Well, he's contingent on getting uh, the uh, the speed tokens because once he gets all, all souped up with that, he's really good. Absolutely. No, that's true. Um, and then, yeah, when he becomes ethereal, again, he's yeah. one of the ones, energy shield deflection and hypersonic if he has one token, yeah, which is so cool. So he charges one. in for six, gets the token, the next time he can start running around. Mm. If he has at least three tokens in the card, so again, he has to hit three people, he can use impervious and deals penetrating. That's cool, so, but... You have to be able to hit three yeah. people first. And again, he only has super senses to defend him, which isn't a lot in this game. Well, doesn't he get impervious? Well, sorry, he does. Yeah, he comes to theory. If he has three. If he has three. Once he hits three people. If he's... So, so again... So, if he gets hit three people, he has impervious, energy shield, hypersonic, and... What was the other one? Deals penetrating. He's amazing. Yeah, you have to have hit three people. Holy cow. There's a big proviso here. I need to hit three people. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If he has <laughs> at least five tokens on his card, he can use mind control as a free action with a range value equal to the number of speed tokens on his card. Well, that was not as exciting. Uh, well, being able to do free mind control. Yeah, that's true. That could be exciting. So you hit somebody and then you mind control. Yeah. Okay. You know, and again, at that point he has to have at least five tokens, which means minimum range five. So he's, you know, at that, again, it could be cool. Uh, the second of the set, probably the, one of the characters I'm most excited about, just because I, I've read a lot of Impulse recently, was Max Mercury. Really? You like him that much? I, I've always kind of liked the little bit of Max Mercury that I saw. I don't really know anything about him, to tell you the truth. He's the Zen master of speed. What does that mean? That's all you need to know. <laughs> He's over, like, 150 years old. Was he the first speed force guy? Um, probably... Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what, in I the guess, comics, that's what, it, that's what he's the first. Before. I think they've kind of gone with that idea. Uh, he's he resisted, like he didn't quite go to join the Speed Force, and then he was bounced off of it as a result. Oh yeah. So he'll keep moving, and then every few years, like he would run up against it and be shunted into the future. Oh yeah. And this kept happening. Um, so he again has the Speed Force trait, which almost everyone does. Plus, we didn't mention that now there's the Speedster keyword. Oh, yeah, that's a dream come true for you. Because... It is a dream come true because now you don't have to have it only be Central City. Oh, yeah, and I remember even before keywords, you always did Speedster team. I fucking love Speedsters. You loved it. Wally, Bart, all that. Put, all, put together the family. <laughs> uh, so this set, in some ways, is a bit of a dream. It's an Adam set. It is. Uh, then he has the trip to the speed force at the beginning of your turn you may remove any number of speed tokens from this card to heal Max Mercury of that many clicks that's good that's an awesome trait mm -hmm. like if you've been hit, but again he's 82 points which is good tidy but he only has 2 damage oh okay now again in the middle though in clicks 3, 4, and 5 he has charge super strength and empower wow so suddenly <laughs> suddenly he's doing a lot more uh, and then the first two clicks and the last two clicks, he has Speed Mentor, which is he can use leadership as if he were 150 points, but only to remove an action token from a friendly character that can use hypersonic speed or has the Speedster keyword. Uh, only Speedsters. Which is, which is exactly right. <laughs> uh, if he has no action tokens, increase his roll for leadership by the number of his speed tokens. Is he faster than Barry? Is he? Or... Uh, I would say no. No? Again, he, he's... Barry was always kind of like the craziest, fastest, <laughs> because he could time travel. Without, the, without the treadmill? With, well, usually needing the treadmill, oh, but okay. like he was ridiculously fast. And then Wally could never measure up, and then they brought in the Speed Force as a kind of a way of enabling him to measure up. Oh, I see. So, and so um, Max Mercury came about in that era oh. of Barry's dead, Wally's around, now we have the Speed Force. Um, so it's hard, to, it's hard to tell, because Speed Force was... This interesting thing that was old, that's only about twenty years old. That's it. Only it only came around in the nineties. Hmm. So it's it's a, or maybe late eighties. No, I'm pretty sure it's early nineties. So it's a relatively young concept. Uh, number three in the set is Jesse Quick. Doesn't fly this time. 
Oh no! Remember the last time she flew in? She flew. Uh, was it Unleashed? Yeah. That's a long time. Well, well no, she's she in Liberty Bell. She was Liberty Bell in Crisis. But that's not Jesse Quick. It's neither here nor there. Now here, uh, I get. It's interesting that she's just kind of like uh, the rival, and she starts out just with charge. Okay. But with thirteen movement. That's fast. That's fucking fast. <laughs> seven seven squares. Like she can't run away, but she's running headlong into you. Mm-hmm. Ninety points, three damage on the top click, but then it's two two one one one. That's weak. That is weak these days. Mm. However. However, <laughs> if she has one speed token, she can use toughness. Okay, here we go. If she has at least three speed tokens, she can use super strength. Okay. And if she has at least five, she can use perplex. Okay. But again, you have to hit three people in order to have the super strength, which suddenly she's a super strength speedster who's relatively cheap. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of those. No. But again, you have to have already hit a bunch of people, and the fact that her damage values quickly go down yeah. doesn't help her. And forget about hitting five, that's gonna take forever. Yeah, it would take forever. Um, oh, the show also has speed boost. Uh, give her a free action and choose an adjacent friendly character. Until your next turn, that character increases its speed value by the number of speed tokens in Jesse Quick's card. Which is something that she does kind of... She was used by Mark Wade a bunch of times to kind of help Wally and then Wally would draw the speed force kind of from her. Oh, really? Yeah, he did that a lot. So she can give her tokens to Wally? Well, no. Oh. That's, she, If she has three tokens, an adjacent friendly character can increase their speed by three. Oh, okay. Well, that's, well, that's potentially that's crazy. Good. Yeah. But it has its limits. Uh, number four, I'm super excited that she's in the game. Excess. I have no idea who that she, is. Jenny Ognatz. Uh, no thanks. She flies because she's a member of the Legion. She's Bart's cousin. Bart's cousin. Okay. So Bart's parents are Don and Mal- Don uh, Allen and Maloney Thon. Okay. Maloney Thon. Oh. Yes. He's a hybrid. He is a hybrid. <laughs> um, but so his so his uh, his aunt Aunt Don because Don and Don fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> his aunt Don had a kid and that that's excess. So she, is she a Thon or is she an Allen? She's an Allen. Oh, okay. She's pure Allen. She's pure Allen. Well, I mean, as much as someone can be. Yeah. I mean, so Bard is pure Allen in some ways. Not pure because Well, he's got some zoom in there. He's, he's got both. <laughs> it's rough. Access, I love her. Um, so again, she has Speed Force, which a lot of people do. Uh, she's got um, a nice uh, what trait. If she has at least one Speed Token on the card, she can use spot, Sidestep, which okay, is cool. that's good. That's good. Um, if she has at least three, she can use improved movement on characters. Okay. But that's pretty good. Yeah. Being able to not have... Because now she has sidestep and being able to break away from characters. Oh, yeah. And if she has at least five, Here which again, will probably never happen. Here we go. Uh, then she can ignore, I believe, blocking. Oh, she runs through walls. Yeah. Because she crosses dimensions. I love it. Um, she, her, her regular power in the first three clicks is uh, hypersonic. She can carry characters regardless of their speed symbols. That makes her good for the Legion. Uh, if they share a keyword with her. Oh, yeah. She can carry characters regardless of, uh, Sorry. She doesn't modify her speed value from the carry ability. That's another plus. Uh, friendly characters occupying or adjacent to squares moved through by access can also be carried. That's awesome. That is crazy. So she can pick somebody up. Even if not adjacent to her at the beginning of the move. So you can do like a drive-by It's thing. a last-minute save. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what it's called. So she's one... like. That's potentially really good. So on a speedster team or a Legion team... She's immensely helpful. And she can pick up Mondell and bring him back. Yeah. Be like, go get anyone. And she's got 12 movements, so she's fast, and she's got prop. So she's a very tidy piece. Again, only does two damage, and she's got a short dial, but she's a good dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is uh, the Argus Agent. Who's that? Okay, here's the thing. Here we go. It's got my favorite combination of powers. Running shot, psychic blast. Yep. All day. 45 points. Um, <laughs> so it's cheap. Uh, also has range combat expert at the beginning. All right. And then after the first click, loses running shot, goes down to one damage, but then has stealth. 
and you can give an Argus agent a power action to remove up to four terrain or special markers within four squares from the map. Whoa! Which is cleaning up after the battle. So that could be a big... He's he's meant to be kind of filler for an Argus team. Yeah. He's not meant to be on his own, but he's good. So he can get rid of barriers and stuff like that, right? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, then we have uh, the Central City Police Officer. <laughs> Nothing to look to look at. It's five range. Um, well, I mean, 17 defense and an enhancement and plasticity. Yeah, that's good. And then plasticity. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 25 points, it's a good kind of filler for a Central City team. You won't see a lot of police officers generally, but if you had a bunch of... Uh, if you're trying to do Central City and you had a weird kind of point total left, they might use them. Sure. Uh, Star Labs Technician, love them. Uh, what do si- they do? Well, 33 points, 3 range. That's cheap. Sidestep TK. Oh, 33 point TK. That's the cheapest in the game. Yeah, uh, Metropolis oh. and Star Labs have keywords with scientists as right. well. Uh, if you give them a power action, you can choose an adjacent friendly character in either precision, strike, or toughness. Holy that character can use crap. the chosen power until your next turn. For 33 points? Yeah, so it's a power action, but who cares? You gave someone precision strike. Yeah! So imagine if you give that to, like, a big guy. That's Metropolis, amazing. give it to Superman. Give it to Superman. Fucking Superman. Any of the running shot Superman suddenly have precision strike. Yeah, wow. and again, the TK. Yeah, for 33 points. It's got eight, eight attack, three clicks of life. Who cares? Amazing. You're not looking for much. Uh, Gorilla City Soldier, not nearly as good as the uh, Gravity Feed ones. Yeah, I'm sad that you took two of those. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, they ignore elevated terrain run movements because uh, they're treetop warriors. Um, charge, 10 attack, again, 55 points for five clicks of life, okay. uh, three damage, and then Flurry Blades for the next two. Sure. And then uh, Super Strength that you're never going to use in the last two clicks. <laughs> uh, has Minion for Gorilla City. Yeah. When a friendly character with the Gorilla City keyword and a higher point value is within eight squares, they can use Sidestep. Okay. Which, again, is pretty good. When a friendly character named Grodd or Gorilla Grodd is within eight squares, they can use Battle Fury and Willpower. That's not bad at all. No, not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get to the clicks when you have um, uh, flurry, flurry Blades. <laughs> Being able to have Willpower as well. Uh, then you have Rookie Mob Rule. Um, alright. How do you like him? For 40 points? Fucking great! But he's got that, uh, how do you like that mechanic that they use always now? Which one? Oh, they have multiple. Mysterio, multiple men. I'm fine with it. Here's yeah. the thing. The character's 40 points, has 5 clicks of life, and starts with running shot precision strike. You look how is that not a good combo? How is that bad? Non-attack? Like, who cares if it's non-attack? Yeah. Uh, Anon has, has enhancement and shape change in the first clip. Sure. So that, that's great. I'm totally fine with that. You want to run 100 points of these guys? That's three of them. Um, you have, they now have three characters with running shot and precision strike. Holy crap. That is pretty damn great. So he's cheap and affordable. Why not? He's great for his points. Five clicks for 40 points is unheard of. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, then you have the samurai. I have no fucking what clue is what that? this is. Is that a generic? Uh, is he... It's a generic, I believe. The samurai robot? I don't know. It's got uh, willpower... Oh, sorry. Uh, indomit- indomitable martial artist and robot. Oh, so I don't know where he's from. It's a, it's a samurai. <laughs> uh, it starts with um, charge, blades, willpower, and you at- modify its attack value by plus one for each adjacent opposing character. Ooh. So for 45 points, you're probably doing 10, 10 attack with blades. Nice. With willpower. Sure. What's not to love? Yeah. That's four clicks, but again, what are you expecting? He's a samurai, man. Yeah, they got Chill Blaine. <laughs> oh! Do you know who Chill Blaine is? No, it sounds super lame. He's a knockoff of Captain Cold. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Golden Glider, um, uh, sister uh, of Captain Cold, he gave him uh, some tech. Gave him the gun? Now, I like him. He's 55.6 range. Blaine. He starts with plasticity and sidestep. Uh, he's very no frills, he doesn't do much. Um, he's got, uh, what, three clicks of Psychic Blast out of nowhere, though, but then clicks three, five, and six. And it clicks two and four, he has, uh, incapacitate. But what's going to keep him alive is he has two stop points. 
Wow. So for 55 points, he cannot be one-shotted. He only has he has six clicks of life, which is a lot of a lot of life for 55 points. When turning the dial, if this click is revealed due to damage taken from an opponent's attack or from healing, stop turning the dial. This power can't be countered or ignored. Hmm. So it's it's interesting. So he cannot. He has two of those. One click four, one click six. Yeah. So it's going to take at least three attacks to kill him. It will. Which is kind of crazy for <laughs> 55 point nobody sh- chill blame. Yeah, the he's, chill blame. He's going to stay alive. Uh, then we got Captain Boomerang. This is the younger one. Okay. Uh, six range, two targets, running shot um, with three damage, um, 73 points. Th- um, when he misses all targets with a range combat attack, after actions resolve, he may make another range combat attack as a free action. Nice. So if you miss, it's okay. Do another one. Sure. As a free action. Why not? Of course. Why not? Uh, second step, sorry, second uh, ste- um, click, he has sidestep and range combat expert oh, he's with an up. 11 attack. Okay. And then clicks three and four, um, he has a willpower and six movement with hypersonic. Why is he fast now? Because he's the sun. Remember, he has the burst of speed. Because his mom's uh, Maloney Thun. Oh, there you go. She gets around. Actually, technically, Captain Boomerang gets around. But, uh, <laughs> and then the last click, sidestep range combat expert. So is he a speed force? Or, what, no. Like, no? He's fast. Uh, it's his mom. It's his mom. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't ask for it to be explained. It's don't only explain ever it. and it's only ever quick burst. Remember we got a, the version of him before. Oh yeah, the last quick had in uh, collateral damage. Sure. Uh, then we have the experienced trickster. Now I haven't seen them yet. I'm thinking this is the older guy. There's both of them in this set. Yeah, right? I, I believe this is James Jesse. Mm, um, who do you like more? Uh, this one's pretty great. Six range, two targets, running shot, precision strike, three damage with perplex. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. In a set like this, when you have a lot of guys with super senses, precision yeah. strike's going to rule the day. So being able to perplex up your attack to an 11 is a big plus. I believe it. Uh, in the last three clicks, he has energy explosion and smoke cloud. Two range makes it, sorry, two targets makes it helpful. Yeah. Uh, when trickster hits an opposing character, after actions resolve, he can use smoke cloud as a free action. Nice. Exploding pellet. Sure. And then you got Girder. You know him? I have no idea who that is. He's a rogue. He's, he he's lame. He, he's one of the few rogues who's really going to hit hard. He's got charge, super strength, four damage. Oh, okay. For 105 points and has Invincible. Mm. He's a, an amazing deal. He's got, what, seven clicks of life for 105 points. He's got Tearing Down the Walls, which is on um, the first two clicks. He has improved movement on Ignorer's Blocking, Destroy's Blocking. Uh, when he destroys blocking terrain, if he isn't holding an object, you may give him a standard light object from outside the game. Mm. So you're breaking through walls and, awesome. and picking pieces of them up. And again, uh, then he has three clicks of Quake and clicks three to five. He's great. I like him quite a lot. And before we actually go get our cases, the last one I want to talk about, Ragdoll. Don't care. Is he related to the other I rag, have no the idea. rag guy? I have no idea, and I don't care. I thought you knew about Secret Six. I know about Secret Six. I don't know. What's if... the name of that guy? Ragdoll. Oh, he's Ragdoll as well? Yeah. They're both Ragdolls. They're both Ragdolls. Then they're related somehow. I guess so. And, uh, yeah. So I am going to go pick up your, your cases, and then we will continue on our way back to uh, then open them. So welcome back. Now it's me, Solo, talking about the rest of the set. Uh, it's hard to believe. Uh, 20 minutes took us. Uh, we only got through about 15 or so uh, actual uh, figures. So I'm going to kind of stream through the rest again. Um, now that I don't have a counterpoint, it's not going to be as interesting, but, you know, we'll see what we can do um, going through the set. So uh, 16 is uh, the Doctor. Now, I don't know a lot about authority, to be fair. So um, I don't I don't have a lot of kind of things to say about whether or not this character is comic accurate or not or if it's interesting. I do think that it's a pretty good, interesting player. 
um, being able to you know do the uh, running shot pulse wave for three clicks, and then being also then being able to do running shot uh, psychic blast for a click. Very soft for 110 points. Um, if you get the first hit, I mean, it might be worth it, but low damage, five range, two targets, um, I think it might be difficult to use. Uh, although it is interesting that his trait prevents other characters from using mind control as a free action. Uh, but mind control isn't such a prevalent thing that people use all the time that it's going to have that big of a difference. Um, being able to modify his range value by plus three um, when, and using perplex and prob is good, but again, he's I don't I don't know if he's that helpful. Uh, and again, he's soft. I mean, he's got seven clicks for 110 points. That's above a little bit above the average these days. But again, he's he's very soft clicks. Um, I mean, I know you can't assume that everyone's got outwit, but usually every team has an outwit of some kind. And if that energy shield function's gone, it's again it's very fleshy, uh, and that's all that's really helping you. Because once you get that first hit in. What have you got to protect you? Barrier? No, it's not going to cut it. Uh, then there's Swift, who I have no idea who it is. Again, it's another authority character. That being said, um, I think he's got a lot of cool abilities. Uh, the fact that he's got seven clicks for 90 points, uh, charge, blades, empower, uh, has either combat reflexes or energy shield deflection, uh, is also a transporter, considering it, has, it starts with an 11 attack that's still very good. Uh, the middle of the dial having sidestep close combat expert very good uh, and then ending the game or ending the dial I mean with uh, another charge blades uh, combo with again a high uh, attack value this is a very good character uh, the trade is nice as well when an opposing character with wing or wing transporter symbol uses the carry ability or hits with an attack place an air token on this card give swift a free action and remove an air token to give swift a move action as a free action that is potentially insane um so I think Swift is great. Again, I don't know the character, so I'm unlikely to probably use make a theme team because I just I don't I don't know enough about the authority. Um, maybe I'd make a pilot team. I don't even know what kind of weird team that would be. Uh, I guess you'd have like what Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Rocket Raccoon, uh, the dynamic duo is technically a pilot. Like Savitar and. Swift and Steve Trevor, like that's your pilot team. Oh, and Lady Blackhawk, sorry, that's probably the best known pilot in the game in some ways. Uh, just kind of a weird, weird keywords. So it's unlikely to see a lot of play from me just for that. Um, next up is Steve Trevor, 54 points. Not bad for 54 points. Uh, five clicks, uh, empower and leadership. When he uses leadership and succeeds, he may also remove an action token from an adjacent friendly character with a shared keyword and a lower point value. Um, he's got that running shot psychic blast on this top click, which is obviously one of my favorite combinations. He's just kind of, he's kind of a weird character because once he takes a hit, he's not that useful until kind of the back end of his dial. Um, but you know what? I, again, are you going to use him on a Justice League of America team? Maybe because he's low points and usually the JLA uh, characters are usually much more expensive. Uh, team seven. You're not really going to make, be able to make a team of that yet, since all you have is Amanda Waller from this set, uh, Steve Trevor, and John Lynch from the recent OP kit. Um, so that's not really going to make anything that you're going to do. Um, so yeah, like he he, and then he has Argus, which again, it's him, a researcher, and an agent at this moment. So you're probably not making an Argus team either. So there's not a lot. Like you're probably going to use him as a Justice League character if you're using him. I guess technically, again, you could use him as a pilot or as a politician or a soldier. But now that um, 
generic keywords don't really assist you in terms of uh, you know the uh, the probs in the game are you as likely to use it probably not um, at least in my head that's what I was kind of getting doing theme teams for is I wanted to be able to get that theme prob now that you have to kind of make it a named one well the named teams he can easily make Argus and team seven well you aren't going to use those teams likely so you'd have to make it on make put him as part of a Justice League of America and he's good as a kind of a, an assistant piece but he's he doesn't really fit much else like he's not really a Justice League of America member he's he was a liaison but that's about it um, 19 in the set is The Flash. So this is Barry Allen. Um, this has been out for a while, so this isn't really that new. Um, 130 points. At least he does 3 damage. I do like him. Uh, he ignores Elevated, which is interesting. Again, he doesn't ignore uh, Hindering, which I find frustrating when it's you know Flash, when it's Barry Allen. Um, anyway, because he can run on top of things. He can run, out, run over water. I mean, that's, that's just what I'm thinking. Um... The flashback ability is cool, but again, you have to be able to have the speed token. So it's great if he has four speed tokens. He has, what, prob, enhancement, and uh, empower. But he needs to have hit four people already. So it just takes a while to get things done. And not having willpower or indomitable makes it take even longer. And he's not like he's doing big hits either. He's kind of pinging. Like if you have a character with invulnerability, he's, for most of his dial, just able to do one, if anything. Um... Then we have Bizarro Flash, which I don't really care for. I like the other kind of reverse versions of Flash. Or it's interesting because you know Wally has Walter and uh, Jay has his Zoom, basically the rival. And then we have this weird Bizarro Flash. Like I, I don't even know why they thought this was a great idea. Uh, he's probably the prime I'm least interested in. Although I don't care much about Black Lantern Zoom either. Um, but this one, yeah, I don't. I can't say I care that much. That being said. He gets much, 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 much better, and then by the end, he's kind of insane. So, I don't like him as a character, but his dial is actually pretty bananas. 111 points, 8 clicks of life. The fact that, you know, he starts with toughness and, you know, sidestep, and it's the other things he's doing which are helpful in terms of um, being able to uh, prevent other people from using hypersonic if you remove a speed token from his card. That's cool. And then again, later on in this dial, when he gets Flurry and Close Combat Expert, it's pretty crazy as well. And being able to use Close Combat Expert as a Close Combat Attack if he removes a token. So as a figure, as a dial, he's great. I just wish it wasn't freaking Bizarro Flash. Like I have no connection to that version of the character. I just don't care. Uh, but everything else is cool. Um, you know, Again, Hypersonic... Um, Precision Strike at the end, crazy pants. Uh, having a last click where he does 12 movement, 12 attack, Precision Strike, 4 damage, outwit, and 19 defensive and impervious, that's pretty freaking amazing uh, if you can manage to get yourself on that click. Uh, next up is Mirror Master, who I like, as long as you're able to get multiples. Um, I just like that he kind of works like Multiple Man has recently, um, or Mysterio, sorry. Uh, I like him a lot. Um, being able to kind of use him... He's 80, and then additional ones cost 30 each. Very cool. Very, very cool. I, I think he's just a really well-done dial. Uh, next up is Pied Piper. Really like Pied Piper. Um, you know, the ignoring elevated and hindering for uh, movement is cool. Uh, being able to attack people like he does with the, um, with the Pulse Wave. 
and then being able to kind of use mind control as well is pretty crazy. Um, I really, really like him. I think he's very accurate to what he is. He's not a big bruiser, and he's got a relatively short dial, but I think it is authentic to how the character operates and, and who he is. Uh, then we've got the Trickster. Um, I like this one. I think this one's James Jesse. I can't remember now because, I, again, as a side side. Um, Side effect of you know the clicks not being available for us to pick up. I haven't actually seen any of these characters yet. I'm still waiting to get my uh, CUR off Leon. Um, he's opened his case and being able to see what he got with a lot of duplicate SRs, uh, but I haven't been able to actually see any of the figures in person yet, besides the gravity feed. So I cannot wait to actually see some of these characters. Uh, the trickster I think is actually really good. I think he's interesting. Um, the oil slick gun is pretty cool. He's exactly what he should be. Maybe a little bit more points than I would have made him, but he's still pretty authentic to what the trickster is. Uh, Captain Boomerang, really like him. He's relatively simple. Uh, you know, he can just target people and get you. Um, energy explosion and precision strike is a nice combination. Two targets, seven range. No real complaints with Captain Boomerang. He feels exactly what he should be. At the end, maybe a little much. Um, being able to sidestep Psychic Blast for three is pretty crazy, but I think he's very good. Uh, the top... I love him. Um, I like that he can use sidestep. I like that when he uses sidestep, he can ignore characters, which means he's always going to be able to kind of move around. Um, and then also being able to use flurry is crazy as well. And if he attacks uh, one character twice and hits him at least once, he's also giving an action token, kind of like not stunning blow exactly, but similar. I think he's just a great piece. Uh, I'm excited about using him. Again, a little soft. Energy shield deflection is being banked on being able to save his life, but... Six clicks for 102 points. I'd say he's better than the, what, Spider-Man. We got an amazing Spider-Man that was 100 points for six clicks. So I'd prefer to have this guy. I think this guy's great. Uh, and he's definitely whirling. Always whirling, always spinning. Uh, next up is Golden Glider, who I like. Uh, she ignores Elevated. Uh, if she's adjacent to the top, Captain Cold or Chillblain. You modify all of their attack bias by plus one if not already modified. Um, being able to... Uh, do the frozen trails very cool as well is she a great kind of piece to hit people no no she's you know charging with a low attack to try and blaze people but to be fair she was never that good a villain um although i think maybe she gave him a little bit less points i would have been okay with making it less points and maybe one or two clicks shorter uh it's a little long of a dial but not much of it is really that useful i guess clicks three and four are probably the best because you have the uh, charge and explode weakness uh, which is, I mean, Charge Blades is good too, but I sometimes I'd rather get the Explosive Weakness depending on the scenario. Uh, then we've got Rainbow Raider, who I actually think is, I like him a lot. Um, I like that, you know, he's got his own Rainbow Bridge, so he ignores Elevated. I like that he can be given a power action to kind of affect people with different colors on their, um, on their dials. Uh, I think it's very cool. Is he situational? Absolutely. I mean, he's obviously set up to, you know, kind of be a more of a nuisance piece. 68 points allows him to kind of fit into that. He's not your primary attacker. He's just going to be bothering other people. Um, that being said, when it is time to attack, depending on the click, he could be really good. Uh, the problem is that there's no consistency because of the way the dial is structured, so that once he becomes great, if he takes a hit, then he's something completely different. Uh, at least he has stealth no matter what, but I mean... Starts with Blades and Super Senses, cool combination. Then he has uh, Energy Explosion with an 11 attack and 17 defensive toughness. 
Then he's got Defend and Pulse Wave. Then he's got Zeb, which is interesting because I don't really want him to be based to other people because I want to be able to use his Pulse Wave. Uh, then he's got uh, Energy Shield Function and Super Strength, which is fun, because, funny because you now have, a, have the ability to pick up an object, but you got to get in close, and now they can hit you without having to worry about Energy Shield. Then he has Incap and Barrier, uh, then Psychic Blast and uh, Mastermind, and then finally Smoke Cloud and Willpower. Definitely an interesting uh, combination, but yeah, Taste the Rainbow, indeed. Uh, next up is uh, the Reverse Flash. Unfortunately, the shittiest version of Reverse Flash. I can't see a lot of people wanting to use him. Daniel West wasn't that interesting a character the way he was portrayed in the comic by Francis Manipal and Brian Bucciolato. Uh The artwork was great, but that was about it. Uh, I don't like the costume on this guy, though. Uh, I'm just unimpressed in general. Uh, he's not a bad speedster. I mean, he's got three clicks of hypersonic and then three of a very f- fast charge. Um, six clicks is really what you're paying for. I mean, yes, you're getting the extra two, but those two clicks are kind of useless. Uh, he's a wild card fodder uh, that can be used as um, uh, you can be used as a leadership or mastermind like character for people who are using leadership or mastermind. He's considered to be lower point than them, and then you can kind of tr- use him to either take tokens off or uh, transfer damage to. Uh, he's got what, eight attack to start, two damage, and perplex. I guess he's helpful for perplex. And then once he gets hit, then he becomes a speedster, um, and then he starts running around. But again, he's not the best speedster, and the problem is you have to kind of let him be activated. Uh, If there's more than one, if there's a follow-up attack, which I would imagine, if I'm going to be hitting Reverse Flash um, and basically activating him for my opponent, I'm going to plan that I'm going to have a backup attacker so that I can at least knock him off with Hypersonic, at least to start. So, like, if I'm going to knock him there, I'd like to have someone to do a follow-up volley to maybe push him down to his charge clicks. Yes, he has um, uh, Steel Energy, but at least if he's on charge clicks, he's not right up to being able to hypersonic and run around yet. Um, But, yeah, I'm just not impressed with the character. The dial is interesting, but in reality, I don't know if it's that helpful. Uh, Next up is Tarpit who I like, although he's got a lot of uh, text, which basically is all around the idea that He's got plasticity. He can kind of... Uh, it's hard for people to kind of run around and move away from him. Uh, I don't think I'd ever really use him. Um, a little short of a dial. I think he maybe should have hit harder than he does here. Um, and he's, he's so freaking slow. And he's calculator. So he's just kind of a weird... I'm glad that he's in the game. Absolutely. He's a rogue that need, needed to be made. I just don't know if I necessarily want to use him that often. Or very much. Uh, then we've got the Riddler. Oh, sorry, the Riddler. The Fiddler. Uh, ignore, he ignores elevated in, uh, characters on uh, targeting, which is cool. Uh, which is it'll get in your bones. And uh, he's got defend, sorry, defend, and adjacent friendly characters with a lower point value modify their defense values by plus one, which is cool. Uh, I think he would be an overlooked piece. Um, that being said, seventy six points. You know, he's like a third of your of your force. Uh, sorry, a fourth of your force if you're playing um, a three hundred point game. Uh, no one's really going to be going after him right away, although he does have prob and mind control and sidestep. But again, he's never going to be... He, I, I like him because he's not a target. Uh, he's not someone that everyone's going to be like, oh, I really got to take him off the board. He's someone who's going to be overlooked and underestimated, and then you can use him to capitalize on that. Uh, next up is, is uh, Thorn, which is an amazing use of 65 points. Charge, flurry, and stealth with blades on the first uh, what, three clicks. And then on clicks uh, two to five, his shape change 
and uh, when she gets, uh, when she does succeed on shape change of four to six, she then heals a one damage and then can't be targeted with an attack this turn. Uh, amazing, very good dial. Uh, and then at the end of the dial, having flurry blades again, like just not charged anymore, and then also having willpower. Excellent use of sixty-five points. Uh, cannot recommend this character enough. Uh, she's fantastic. Uh, then we have the turtle, fifty points. He's really just there to screw with people uh, who try to do you know large movements uh it really slows the game down uh it'd be interesting to see how he affects games i mean it, when another character not opposing character but when another character moves at least five car- squares and actions resolve give them an action token if you can't deal them one penetrating damage that means your game just slow down to a halt uh which makes sense um because, but i like that like he doesn't even need to be around like he could be sitting in your starting area and he is affecting everybody he also has um, a wit, and then in the last half of his dial, if he survives that long, he has a perplex, but only to modify speed values down by minus three. Uh, next up is Jenny Quantum, another authority slash Stormwatch character. Um, stealth, um, Pulse Wave, Perplex, which is cool. And then what's interesting is her trait, which is characters can't modify any combat value by more than two, and each force can't use probability control more than once per turn. She definitely affects the game in an interesting way. If I didn't have a lot of Perplex or anything where modifications would be happening, that would be nice to have this character kind of put a clamp on things. Um, intriguing. It definitely messes with people. Uh, Jack Hawksmoor, another authority slash Stormwatch character. Um... I'm not that interested in him, although he does good damage values and six clicks for 85 points, which I do like. Uh, I just have no interest in really using the character, although he's and he's got a lot of text to read. And if I don't really care about the character, I don't know if I'm gonna take the time. We have a new Amanda Waller at 60 points, uh, so she starts off with willpower and a shape change, as well as a wit uh, as part of a special power called behavioral behavior callers. Um, I do like that when you build your force, you can choose a character with the Arkham Asylum and Justice League, Rogue, Secret Society, Supervillains, or Society keywords. And then for, uh, for this game, that character then has the Suicide Squad keyword, which is very cool. Uh, and then she can use Mastermind as if she were 150 points, but may only transfer damage to an adjacent friendly character with a shared keyword. Uh, very cool. And she fits on Checkmate, Suicide Squad, and Team 7 uh, theme teams. Uh, next up is Impulse, who I'm super happy about. Um, partially because when I was on vacation, I uh, read maybe, I think, the first 30 or so issues of uh, Impulse uh, from the mid-90s, and I got more of an appreciation for this character than I had before, uh, especially for his tenure as Impulse. Um, I read a lot of the character when he was Kid Flash, uh, and then briefly Flash, but seeing him as Impulse, I had never read as much. Uh, now I read a lot of it, and I really liked it, although I thought his speed here is a little slow. He's 10, 10, 10, 10, 11, 12. I always just felt that he was a lot faster than that, given how he was portrayed in the comics. Um, just why is he such a slow speedster? Uh, he's a wild card, but may only copy team abilities from friendly characters with a shared keyword, so he can borrow if the, if Young Justice, Teen Titans, or Central City, or Future, or Speedster characters have a better team ability, he can borrow it from them. Uh, I do like that on clicks, what, 2, 3, and 5, he has Flurry, Phase, Teleport, and Sidestep as well as the carry ability. Uh, and then uh, if he moves a, does a move action which moves six squares or less, you may remove a speed token from this card to give him a close combat action as a free action, which is potentially very cool. Um, on the first three clicks and then the last click, he has Unpredictable Speedster. So uh, 
either at the beginning of your turn or each time you receive a, remove a speed token, you would give him a free action and roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled. And then on a 1 to 2, he gets a wit. 3 to 4, he gets perplex. And 5 to 6, he gets prob. I really like that. I just think he's a great piece. 6 clicks for 92 points. 3 clicks of hypersonic. 3 of the flurrying, flurry, face, teleport, sidestep, and carry. Um, he has five, what, 4 clicks of precision strike. Uh, three, uh, sorry, four clicks of that unpredictable speedster power, and then two of empower. I think he's a very tidy piece. He also has indomitable. Uh, he, I cannot wait to start using impulse. Uh, next up is the tornado twins. Uh, so this is Don and Don Allen, uh, the children of Barry Allen and Iris West. Uh, an interesting dial in terms of how it works. They can create a tornado. Uh, they potentially are interesting or hard to kill. Uh, so they have three clicks of this power where when this click is first revealed stop turning the dial and roll d6 that can't be re-rolled except as noted uh on a result of one tornado twins are ko'd on a result of two to three deal them one unavoidable damage you may remove a speed token from this card to ignore the original result and uh, re-roll tornado twins can't be healed and this power can't be counted or ignored it's kind of interesting they have it on three clicks considering it can only actually be activated once um so it just it's kind of a weird power to have. So if you roll a one, you're dead. Two to three, deal one damage. You can remove a speed token to ignore the result and re-roll, or you roll a four to six and nothing happens. It's kind of a weird weird thing, because then I don't know why they have it on three different clicks, in, unless it's to stop them from being healed and you can't counter ignore the power. I just don't get it, I guess. Maybe someone can explain it to me. Because they have to stop clicking clicks on click six. That's when you first reveal it. Then you roll, you either get one damage, you're dead, or nothing happens. And then you continue to have it, but what is the power doing besides stopping you from being healing? I just don't know why they even need to bother having it at that point. Um, clicks three to five, They have if they have at least two speed tokens on the card, they ignore the damage depletion modifier. And if they have at least four, their combat values and those of a friendly tornado token go up by plus one. Um, 37 in the set is The Flash, so this is uh, Wally West, and it's a very good Wally West. Um, he's fast, 13 movement to start, precision strike, indomitable, 18 defense and super senses, which in a set where almost every rogue has precision strike is not nearly as helpful, and he also has prob. Um, I like that he, there's a lot of things he can do if he has speed tokens, but again, you have to have a lot of speed tokens. If you have at least two, he can use improved movement, ignores hindering terrain, and modifies his speed by a plus that's right, defense value of a plus one. If he has at least three, he can use flurry and improve movement and ignore is elevated. And if he has at least four, uh, then he can use uh, improve movement, ignores blocking, and destroys blocking terrain as he moves through it and deals damage to all of the characters adjacent to a square blocking terrain he moves through, which is very cool because that's what he does. Uh, he explodes things and he vibrates through them. And on the last three clicks, he has a free act. You can give him a free action to remove a speed token from his card. And when you do, until your next turn, friendly characters modify their speed values by plus two, and opposing characters modify their speed values by minus two, which is very cool. Dark Flash, oh, I want him so bad. Uh, I think he's very, very cool. It's Walter West. Um, I like that he's ruthless. So after you've hit two people or you have two speed tokens in your card, he deals penetrating damage now, which makes him awesome. Uh, if he has at least four speed tokens on this card, he can use improved movement, ignores elevated, hindering, uh, ignores blocking, and destroys blocking when it goes through it, and may move, move through squares adjacent to or occupied by opposing characters, but still needs to break away automatically, which is interesting. Sorry, break away normally, which is interesting. Uh, and then the last four clicks, 
Uh, you can remove a speed token from his card, and then he can use regeneration as a free action. An awesome character, 110 points. Um, probably my favorite of the primes. Uh, very cool. I'm very glad that they made him. Um, and when they first, I remember when Leon and I were first talking about that they were making uh, primes, and they seemed to be kind of alternate or darker versions because we'd seen the rival and we'd seen Desiree Flash. All I was thinking was, come on, Walter West. All I want is Walter West. And thankfully, we got him. He's great. He's a cheap speedster. Well, not cheap, but he's cheaper than some of the other flashes we've been getting in the set at 110. And considering it has 4, 3, 3, 3, 2, 2, 2 damage, that's fantastic. Uh, and also has five clicks of hypersonic right in a row. I think he's great. Uh, 38 is Captain Cold, who I actually really like. Um, Precision Strike is cool. Being able to place an ice block. Uh, when it hits is very cool as well. Having char- sorry, a running shot to start with six range, two targets. Uh, his uh, modified version of leadership is cool as well. Um, I think he's a great piece, very solid. Uh, a lot of options. Even if you give him a hit, uh, now he has, what, sidestepping cap uh, with two targets? That's great too. So I think he's a really great figure. I look forward to using him. Dr. Alchemy, wow, is this a huge improvement over the last one. Okay, maybe not improvement, because the other one didn't have anything wrong with him, but this one is just an outright, you know, more of a, th- um, a formidable threat in terms of the other one was more of a supporting player. This one's more, I'm going to get up in your face and I'm going to hit you hard. Uh, he's Calculator, Running Shot, Psychic Blast, which is, of course, one of my favorite combinations of powers. He also has Outwit. Uh, he is, I think he's awesome. Very good. Weather Wizard, I love him. I think he's great. Uh, seven range, two targets, 100 points. Running shot. Um, what was the last time we got a Weather Wizard? Hyper Time? Um, this one is double the points of the vet from that set and much, much, much better. Uh, running shot and then his power like the season's uh, ability where you roll and then you use whatever you get, um, of which there's Spring Storm, Summer Lightning, Autumn Winds, or Winter Chill. I would probably use the Summer Lightning, the fact that when you're outside you can kind of target anyone anywhere. Um, yeah, uh, really great. Uh, unfortunately, you have to do it at the beginning of every turn, so it might be difficult to plan for wh- how you're going to do it and when. Uh, but very cool. Uh, heat Wave, pretty good, actually. Uh, better than the last one we got. Um, a lot more um, offensive. Six range, two targets, running shot, energy explosion. None of this is a surprise. It's kind of what I would have expected from Heat Wave. Last three clicks, having a Pulse Wave or Range Combat Expert is a nice option as well. Um, very cool. And I like his wall of flame power as well. Uh, then we got Fallout, who I vaguely remember because he was used, being used to power Iron Heights, and that's actually one of his powers. Um, I do like that if someone is adjacent, moves adjacent to him, they're dealt one damage and radiation poisoning. I like the fact that he can use poison, that when he does, he deals penetrating if they're 150 points or less. Um, and then, uh, very cool. And then his powering Iron Heights power is pretty cool too. Uh, then we've got Murmur, uh, or as Leon said, or... As Leon said when I told him about Murmur, he went, Who? Murmur? What? Who the fuck is this? Uh, he's very good. 65 points for 6 clicks is a is a deal. Um, he ignores all damage dealt by poison, which is kind of a nice trait. Got charge and plasticity, which is a good combination, especially when he also has blades to follow it up with. Uh, and then when he's adjacent to an opposing character that can use outwit, perplex, or prob, he can use flurry and modifies his attack value by plus 2. So in theory, if someone has one of those powers... Uh, and he does a, I believe this is how it would work, if he charges them, uh, he would suddenly now have uh, Flurry. Actually, I don't know exactly how this would work. I would assume that it means that he'd be able to charge and Flurry someone. Um, or he just charge Blades them, whatever. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of options in the last three clicks, having a, 
uh, sidestep willpower, and then I believe having support is kind of an interesting decision as well, but very cool. Cannot wait to use him. Uh, Savitar, a character I'm super excited about. Um, number 43 in the set. He can be given free actions to drain speed tokens from other speedsters, which is very cool. Interesting, and it makes sense, but he can only drain other speedsters, not your speedsters, because that'd be cool. If you had your own speedsters getting speed tokens, and then you're using Savitar to take them off of them and put them on him, would have been very cool. Uh, if he has at least five of them, at the beginning of the turn, he may heal one damage, uh, and then you can also remove three speed tokens from him to prevent all damage to him from an attack, which is very cool. Um... And then he also has, what, opposing characters modify, decrease their speed values by the number of speed tokens on this card, so that could really uh, screw with people, which I like. Um, yeah, I think he's great. And again, he, he hits hard. He's 108 points. I think he's got a lot of options and ways to regenerate. I think is very cool as well, although he only gets that at the end. The last what, three clicks is where he can start uh, uh, healing himself, but still... If you can heal yourself and it's not taking an action, it's worth doing, regardless of whether or not you have to have five tokens, which means you have to have hit five characters, which the speedsters could have happened, but it is still a bit of an upwards climb. Etrigan and the Demon, I like this new version of the character. Um, it's about time we got a new Etrigan with uh, Indomitable, and he's, it looks like quite the formidable character. Harlequin, hate the hate, this, hate the hate, the hate, the hate the sculpt. Um... The dial's fine. It's not that exciting. He's got some interesting things. 65 points. I don't know. In some ways, it's too much, but in some ways, is isn't enough, considering some of the stuff she can do in terms of her pudding. Um, but I think I'd have to wait till I see her played. Uh, number 47 is Zoom. So Hunter Zolomon makes his reappearance into the game. Uh, he ignores elevated and hindering on movement. Uh, he has shape change as a trait, which is nice. Uh, I like that when he attacks an opposing, at least for the first four clicks, when he attacks an opposing character with the, um, with the lowest point value in that character's force, his attack and damage goes up by one. If he attacks someone who's the highest point value in the character's force, now he can use Precision Strike. So it's a really cool kind of way to give him extra bonuses, both if he goes after the chafe or if he goes after the big gun. Um, and the fact that uh, at the beginning of your turn you roll a d6 and then you place a number of timeline tokens on your card equal to half the result and then you can just remove a timeline token from his card and you can immediately use prob even if he has done so already this turn freaking crazy um i think that he's great very good i'm glad that he doesn't have speed uh, sorry he does have speedster as a keyword which i am a little against because he's not really a speedster in the best sense of the word but he's a great piece 150 points very tidy i think he's great uh well worth it absolutely uh, next up is uh, Apollo. So again, from Authority and Stormwatch. So he's basically Superman, and a very good one at that. Uh, Precision Strike, Indomitable, sorry, um, uh, Invincible are on his top click, as well as the fact that no, his other powers can't be countered. And if there's no one adjacent to him, he can use Super Senses. Uh, makes him great. He, has, he ignores Hindering Train on targeting. Uh, people can't be TK'd into squares that he can see within his line of fire and range. Um, if he's within uh, eight squares of, of Midnighter, he can use Willpower. I think he's great. He has that cool regeneration power that uh, I think the Man of Steel Superman had uh, from the movie set at the end of his dial. I think he's a great Superman called Apollo. Uh, Midnighter, pretty good. Um, seven clicks, 125 points. Starts with, what, Charge, Flurry, and Toughness. Um, very good. If he doesn't have two action tokens, he can use Stealth. He has Indomitable on his own. Uh, a very good piece. Uh, a lot of different options. There's no click that sucks. Uh, every click is, is viable. 
Uh, obviously, clicks one, three, four, and five are the best because they have charging flurry, but the other three clicks still have flurry on them, and that's nothing to be sneezed at. Uh, then we get to the SRs. So the first one's Casey Flash, who is insane. Um, I don't. I mean, he's very good. I mean, there's just no. There's no bashing how good he actually is. Um, the fact that he's that fast, 17 movement is crazy. Um, the things that he's able to do once he gets speed tokens is great as well. Um, he is not to be trifled with, absolutely. And then on clicks, what, 5 to 8, he has super senses in a roll to 3 to 6. Uh, just a fantastic piece and indomitable. Uh, he is just such a great, tidy, very lethal piece. He's still only doing three damage, but he's still great. Um, and the fact that you can remove a speed token and then he could use that what is a free action during his move, crazy. Like The things that he can do are insane, and the fact that you cannot outwit his speed powers makes him even better. Uh, number 51, Elongated Man. Nice to see him back in the game. Can't say I'm that interested in him. Like He's a good piece, but he doesn't thrill me. Uh, Captain Thunder doesn't really thrill me either. I mean, he's a great piece, don't get me wrong, but... He's a, an alternate version of Shazam, so that kind of limits my overall interest, to be honest. Uh, next up, after that is, let me see here. Uh, oh, he, and he also has Tani, which is kind of cool. Um, Professor Zoom, amazing. Uh, 14 movement, uh, 11 attack with precision strike, 17 defense, super senses, and perplex. Uh, the, all the things he can do once he has speed tokens are very cool. In terms, and I like that they called it Return of Barry Allen. It's very appropriate. Uh, being able to give him shape-changing willpower if he has two tokens. Uh, if giving him Blade's Claws with a close combat attack and sidestep is, with three tokens is even better. Uh, and then with four tokens, he also deals penetrating damage. Like All of that is insane. Once you've hit four people, he is absolutely brutal. And I like that it's a trait, giving him all that. So it's not tied to an attack power. Um, being able to uh, remove all his tokens if he has 10 to take one extra turn after this one in unheard of very cool um i mean you have to hit 10 people so the likelihood of that actually happening may be low but uh, extremely cool and then the whole alter your timeline power is very cool as well um being able to kind of hurt people that are hurting you uh the zoom black lantern a lot of people kind of went crazy really wanting him i could care less i just i'm not a huge fan of the black lantern uh i'm kind of done with them but he is a very good version of Black Lan of uh, Zoom. Seven clicks for 120 points, doing what he does. Still very good. Uh, next up is Abracadabra. I like him. He's maybe a little expensive, but I think he's got a lot of fun. He does a lot of fun things, and I would like to use him at some point. Cobalt Blue, or what, Malcolm Thon. Uh, I'm excited that he's in the game. I tried to explain who he was to Leon, and I think he went cross-eyed, and then he went fucking comics. Uh, because it's kind of a stupid origin that he's the the twin brother of Barry Allen who was raised by the Thons starting that whole line so technically speaking the Thons are Allens like the whole thing is messed up um, he's very good though I mean 176 points you're paying a significant amount but he's really hitting fast and hard um, he can do a lot of things uh, if he's at range you're at risk of getting the the uh, psychic blast if you're close combat he might be able to kind of uh, stunning blow you after a sense um, and then his uh, terrible swift sword is insane as well um, very good very good piece uh, then we've got Gorilla Grodd who is very good but I'm, for some reason I just wasn't that interested uh, maybe the point cost seems a little higher than I would like Gorilla Grodd to be 
Um, it makes him, like again, he's more than half your 300-point build total. Um, I would like him if he's a little bit cheaper. I do like that he's more aggressive, and he's probably one of the more aggressive grinds besides the... Um, the one that had like the yellow lantern rings that from uh, the Justice story by Alex Ross and I think Kruger, um, but good. He's still good. He's just expensive. Magenta, I'm just not that interested. I think she's too much, too many points, and not that interesting. I'm glad that she was made. I just don't care for the dial. Uh, Deathstroke. I don't think he needed to happen. I don't think we needed more Flashpoint characters. So I don't, especially the ones they chose, being Deathstroke and um, oh god, who is it? And Captain Thunder. Like of all the characters to choose. I don't even know who I would choose, but not them. I just, I, I found myself so bored. The Shade, very glad that he, they made him uh, a new version of the Shade. And he's, I mean, it's what? The last one was in Unleashed, which is like, what, 10 years ago? Uh, interesting piece. Uh, a long dial, considering the point cost these days. Uh, he does a lot of things. A lot of text. Um, I would like to use him at some point. I don't know when, but I would. Uh, engineer. When you look at the character, it looks boring as hell, but then when you see her free action, she's insane. Being able to choose a standard uh, speed attack and damage power and being able to use that to her next turn, and that's a trait, she could be anything you want her to be. What I like about her is that um, she is a character that's always going to be unique. Uh, every time every time you use her, uh, first of all, every person who uses her is going to be a completely different experience. Every time even one particular person uses her is going to be completely different from the last uh, which I love. I like characters that are just... This is what I liked about Event Dials, is that Event Dials made it so that every game was completely different. You and I, could, or me and someone else, could have you know the same characters in two different games, but the games could be absolutely completely different and not be similar at all because of how much the Event Dial could have changed the normal flow of the game. Uh, so I feel that way about Engineer, that she changes the way the game is played uh, because she's always going to be different. Uh, it's like you can play three different people against three different people using engineer, and each time she's going to be a completely different character. Like if you go up against me, I'm probably going to use running shot and psychic blast. Let's be honest, that's my favorite combination of powers, and that's what I can give her. Uh, someone else might use something completely different. Someone else might use hypersonic and precision, precision strike. Um, you know, it could be many different things. We charge blades, um, charge blades prob just to make sure you have a good hit like all these different things could happen and i love that it's only limited by your imagination and um that's very cool i don't know if the character necessarily deserves that because i don't know enough about the engineer but i like the dial and then jenny sparks fantastic dial uh does a lot the running shot uh, pulse wave is obviously a nice touch but there's still a lot more going on as well the psychic blast on clicks four to six uh great piece uh, and not that badly priced, 125 points for 8 clicks, that's pretty good these days. Then you have the, the uh, chases, which I honestly could care less. I think a lot of people aren't going to be caring about them as much as they would have normally. I think part of the reason for that is just that a lot of people who really wanted the Trinity of Sin already have the Trinity of Sin, because they got them uh, as part, you know, the con exclusives in some way. Uh, even Leon had said like he's going to get them eventually because he's a collector, but he's in no hurry to get them because he's just not that interested. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is the Cosmic Treadmill, which is going to be, the, I guess, the only thing in the OP kit, which makes it one of the weirdest OP kits I've ever heard of. Uh, I like I, I like that they put it in the game. I just don't know if it's that great. Um, give a character occupying the square a power action roll a 2d6 that can't be re-rolled. Add that character's printed speed value, and if the result is 20 or, more, or higher, remove an action token from each character on your force, and this character can use probability control this turn. I don't know what I expected to do, but 
I don't know. It's I don't know if I care enough. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting, but again, I wanted to be. I don't know. I I thought it'd be more more something. I don't even I don't even have words, but I just thought it'd be more helpful. Like it's kind of cool being able to remove an action token from each character in your force. Very cool. The, the 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 there's a lot of potential there, especially if you put a really fast character in there. However, it might just be a giant waste of time. Like to like a lot of characters let's say have mm, between 8 and 10 in movements you need to roll a 10 in order to make it helpful uh, a character like Casey Flash would have almost no trouble 3 or more would be able to activate the treadmill but then you're using what like 190 points to activate a treadmill just to free up character actions per turn which might be worth it but I just feel like I mean the only the best character to use in the treadmill obviously would be a hyper time flash because he's always going to be able to use it uh, whenever he wants because he has starting 20 movements so he could always use the treadmill to every every turn take an action token off but again you're spending now 100 points to do that is it worth it? I don't know I, I, I don't know I of all the uh, more recent kind of uh, special objects uh, this is probably one of the first real duds that I don't find myself interested in at all um, and that is uh, the flash set so uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I'm Adam Chapman, your host. You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes and post in our HD Realms thread as well. We're trying to become uh, be- uh, more current and getting those uploaded there as well. Or at least the, the thread's being put up as well. Uh, the next episode, I'm not really sure what it's going to be yet. Probably will be uh, a discussion of some of the stuff I read on my vacation. Uh, looking at um, some vacation reading, basically. Uh, I'm not really sure yet. And then after that, might be a flashback episode, might be a solicitations episode. Going to kind of play it by ear uh, moving forward. But thank you for joining me for this episode, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.